Hey everyone, welcome to Entrepreneurship by Design with Dr. C. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline, and thank you so much for joining us today. Entrepreneurship looks different for everyone. How and why we start our business, challenges that occur, pivots we have to make, success we achieve, all while life is happening. That's why I love sharing these inspiring entrepreneurs with you and shed light that there is enough room for everyone to succeed and thrive, even if you're in the same industry. I'm so excited today because I have Sherry with me. Sherry Michelle is a keynote speaker, author, investor, and board member of multiple companies. She is a graduate of DeKalb Technical College with a degree in accounting and has over 15 years of experience in business growth and development. She's an expert in various industries such as business development, virtual staffing and management, business finance and credit, leadership, real estate, property management, and insurance. She founded Sherry Michelle VA Staffing Services to help business owners boost company revenue and team productivity by optimizing delegation and inexpensive solutions to their staffing needs. She has only the best, most excellent, and high caliber virtual assistants helping businesses reach the uttermost productivity in their businesses and day-to-day life. Thank you so much for being here today, Sherry. I am so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. And I'm so excited to dive into your experience. You have so many facets and moving pieces for business. (laughs) Um, (laughs) How do you have time to live? But (laughs) as we were chatting before. (laughs) Let's get into it. Let's dive right in. What has been your journey leading up to this? Because you've accomplished so much, but where did you start and where you are now today? So it's been a journey Um, and all of my experience has come from failures. So I just want to throw that out there first, that everything was a fail and then I found something else and then I was like, oh, this ties well with this. So let's tie it together. (laughs) And so I I got more knowledge in that manner. And um, so I started with real estate. That was my first. Real estate was my first love. Absolutely. After entrepreneurship, of course, I was I've been an entrepreneur since I was in elementary school. Um, literally. (laughs) You have that. Yes, I was a candy lady in second grade, I promise you. Um, my allowance went to Sam's <laughs> to buy candy. Smart woman. <laughs> and so um, when I was 21, I went and took the salesperson's class for real estate um, to become a real estate agent. And I kind of smelt the recession in the air, so to speak. So... Um, I, that was around 2007. And so I decided that instead of starving as a insurance agent, I'm I'm sorry, as a real estate agent, I would go into property management where there was a check and I wouldn't starve, but I was still in real estate, right? (laughs) So I did property management for a couple of years. It didn't pay enough. So then I went to sales and in sales, I found out that I hate the phone. Um, although I was making a ton of money in sales, um, I really did not like being tied to the phone and I didn't like being micromanaged. I'm not the only entrepreneur that has that problem. We like to be free. (laughs) Just give us our case, our workload and just walk away. (laughs) Just leave us alone. Exactly. Um, so I switched gears and went into insurance because insurance, you have more freedom of pretty much everything. And in that, I went back to real estate and did my first major flip in 2017. And that flopped terribly. And so based on that flop, I learned about business credit. And then I started helping entrepreneurs build their business credit to, you know, not fund their business 100% on their backs. And then as I learned about business credit and my business started to expand, I was like, I can't do all of this by myself. So then I had to find inexpensive ways to hire. And that's how I found virtual assistance. And once I found that, I was like, how come everybody doesn't know about this? So I had to become the person to tell everybody. 
course. my journey everything that I do is based on my journey and what I feel that entrepreneurs need we all need money we all need help and we all need to be able to walk away from our business without feeling that um that it's just going to flop without us and it's an amazing feeling I know somebody on listening to this just felt that your business is starting to suffocate you and I feel so bad for you sis Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. <laughs> I love how you like intertwined everything too, and how like one step led to the next step. And that's what I think entrepreneurship is, especially when you're a serial entrepreneur, as I would like to pin you as a little bit more, <laughs> but being able to start multiple businesses. But the thing is, we are sometimes so ingrained in it. We can't step away from it. And that's why I love the virtual assistant aspect of the business too, because it's so important and not doing things alone. And I would love for you to speak to that more too, since you have started so many businesses, especially with this one in particular. So this one started, literally I was listening and um, I got virtual assistants because I had ran out of time. And I I had already hired my first employee. So, um, but I do recommend that anybody's first employee is a virtual assistant just so that you can learn how to really work with someone else. And it's an inexpensive experience. Um, But I ran out of time. I was working from like five o'clock in the morning to like one or two o'clock in the morning, seven days a week. And I was burnt out. I couldn't even think straight. Like, For me to take a day off meant that I was taking away from my business, Mm -hmm. but my body needed that day off for me to take care of my business. (laughs) Yes. So, um, I literally hired out of sheer necessity because I had ran out of time in the day. And so the first thing that I thought of when I started looking for new people was when am I going to have time to hire, to, to train these people? Like not even the hiring process. When am I going to train them? Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, you're a CEO, Sheree, you got to figure it out. And so that's what I did. I did a very extensive hiring process to find my first two people. And for all of those ladies who are just completely overwhelmed If you're looking to hire your first person, my first seat of advice is write down everything that needs to be done in your business. Like just have a massive brain dump and get it all out of your head and just put it on paper so that it's just not clouding your judgment. And then give away the thing that you hate the most. Yeah. (laughs) That's who you hire first. The thing that you absolutely hate doing the most. For me, it was the phone. I do not like being tied to a phone at all, not even a little bit. Do I mind my own personal calls? Absolutely. But see, I have an option to pick those up. But for business calls, there's money on the other end of that. And I, that's not an option for my company. I need that. But I don't need to be the one to answer that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so the first thing I did was hand over the phone. And so I hired a customer service person. Um, at the same time, I did hire an executive assistant. Now, for the ladies who just want to start with one, I, I absolutely hands down recommend an executive assistant first. They can second as customer service and a lot of other things, but I had to get rid of the phone. So tip one, <laughs> brain dump. Just get it all out. I don't care how you do it. If you have to type it out, I definitely prefer writing. Um, it's something about putting pen to paper pencil to paper and just really just physically writing it out it's like transferring the energy I guess would be the best way to explain it Mm -hmm. so um yeah do a brain dump and then figure out what task you just freaking hate and get rid of it yes well said those are two really important aspects I cannot (laughs) agree more because it's true like when you are like thinking of everything you have to do. It's like one thing leads to a hundred more. That's like what I always feel, especially like when you're starting out in the beginning, it's so much, but if you're able to just write it out and I love that you said pen to paper or pencil to paper, it just, there's something about it psychologically as well. 
to remove that. And it gives you that clear head of, okay, well now I can actually focus on the other things that need to get done that are imperative to get done because it's time and money and business and being able to have that fluid um, factor in and the strategy behind it as well. Absolutely. And a lot of people think that in hiring, we're like, oh, I can't afford that. I can't do that. You can't not do it. Um, And that's my absolute 100% thought process. If you look at the many, many positions that are in a business, and I actually wrote this out yesterday. Um, I'm I'm giving a presentation on how to make uh, your nine to five powerful for your business. And so I was like, let me just think about all the positions that we do as entrepreneurs. For you to do it by yourself, you are the CEO, the CFO, the account manager, the accountant, the stalker, the customer service, your accounts payable, your accounts receivable. You are, <laughs> you are the janitor. You are, you know, you are loss prevention. You are, you know, <laughs> tech support. You're all of the, it's too much. Marketing, <laughs> social media management. Marketing and social media management are two different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Graphics. You may not even know how to draw. You may not even, you may be colorblind, child. And, and, and I mean, not medically, but literally like you wear red and black and, and purple somewhere in there and just think it looks great. Like that's not okay, sis. Okay. And then you have to think about branding and being the model and being a brand ambassador. It's a lot of roles that you are trying to be as one person. Yes. And that's just in your business. You still have people outside of your business, like your kids and your husband and stuff that might actually want to see you sometimes. Just maybe, maybe you know, <laughs> your <They're> man. Not- <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Like you are speaking to so many people right now that have that experience where they are doing everything and it's so everything. challenging. And then people are vying for your attention outside of your business. And you're like, hold on, wait, like I got to finish this call or I have to finish this email or I have to post this or I got to deal with something with tech, whatever it is. But you're absolutely right, which brings you to the second point that you mentioned is being able to know what you do not like the most, because that's going to take you so much more time because you're going to avoid it. There's going to be resistance because you're like, I don't want to deal with it. Yes. Yeah, it's big. It's big, especially when you don't like it. Because why do it? Because you're like, I don't want to. But being able to outsource that. Outsource it. As Mm -hmm. as much as I outsource everything now. I delegate it all. I delegate everything. If it is possible for me to delegate it, I'm going to delegate it. Like, and when I say everything, I don't know my Amazon password, y'all. I have no clue. I literally have to call my sister to be like, hey, where's my, what's this password? Like I have a password list that she sends me when I need a password. I do not cook my own food. I have meal prep that my assistant sets up. I do not clean my own house. Why? Because those valuable hours that I am doing, those minimum activities are taking away from the maximum activities I can be doing making money. Absolutely. So if you look at the fact that you're, let's say that you charge $100 an hour for your services, right? Mm -hmm. And you hire someone and you hire someone out of the country because it is less expensive that way. And you get somebody for $6 an hour. You're charging $100 and you're paying $6. That means that you're doubling your effort. And, and, And I'm saying double because when you first work with that person, you are going to be very, very intuitive. in in tune into what they're doing but once you get them really trained and working on their own you can walk away the one thing that my clients absolutely positively love once they hear once they get past the I can't afford it or I don't have time is I can walk away from my business I can I can go on vacation I have literally taken a month off of my company and made six figures. Mm-hmm. It was a 10 figure, it was a 10,000 plus month and I was gone the whole month. Mm-hmm. That's what hiring does. Is it instantaneous? No, nothing in business is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. Nope. 
But if you take the time to, to train and, and really train your people up, mm-hmm. you can walk away mm-hmm. and actually have some freedom and some peace from your business. The whole point of us starting businesses were not to live at work. We did this to walk away from work. So your job as a, as a CEO is to create that opportunity for other people to work. Mm-hmm. You're a job creator. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Couldn't have said it better. And, you know, I want to dive in a little bit on the delegation because a lot of times it's, I hear this time and time again about it's so hard to like give things out to like for others to do or assign things because it's like their baby. And they're like, I don't want to give away my baby. I'm not ready to, they're not going to go to the babysitter just yet. So how was it for you when you started delegating or did it just come naturally to you? It was difficult a little bit, but again, I was at the point of burnout. I was starting to resent my business. It was either give it away or it was going to go away. One of the two. So what I tell people who give me that is, Mm-hmm. the the number one thing they tell me well they can't do it like me or how do I know if they're gonna do it like me mm-hmm. I, I, I think I don't know if they're yeah I have one question and one question only for them what if they can do it better than you mic drop <laughs> my staff is better than me in a lot areas a lot of areas I can't do what they do the way that they do it Mm -hmm. they're better than me and that's one of the things that successful people do they surround themselves with people who are better than them and pay them well Mm -hmm. so my executive assistant my operations manager she is a beast at contracts She is an absolute, she is, she's one of those analytical people. So a contract training, A, B, Z, A, A, B, B, Z, Z, one, two, three, that's her all day long. I can't do that. I Listen, here's a synopsis. This That's what you're getting from me. You're not getting detailed A, B, C, D, A, A, B, B. No, 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 not Sheree Michelle. No, I ain't got time. But her... She will break it down to the last molecule. You will, she, it will be single cell by the time she finished with it. My customer service person, he has, he has the best excuses in the world for clients when something don't happen. Now, I do have the gift of coming up with stuff, but some of the things I have heard him say on calls, I'll be like, how did you say some that? <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift. So... I have bookkeeping. I don't want to, and I have an accounting degree. Let's, let's be clear. I know books. I know how to read my books. I know how to keep up with my money. That does not mean that I have to keep up with my money. I just need to look over it to make sure that they're doing the right things with my money. So just like Warren Buffett said, control everything on nothing. And that includes your task. I have complete control at any given moment. I can open an app. I can open something. I can get on a Zoom call. Everybody has, I have instant access to everybody, instant access to every document, but I don't do any of it. Mm-hmm. None of it. Yeah. So I work on my business. My, my strength is marketing. My strength is people. My strength is networking. So this is the lane that I want to be in in my business. You know, on on YouTube videos and doing interviews and going out to speak and meeting new people and bringing new people in and telling people how wonderful it is and how much more money you will earn by delegating out. This is my lane. This is what I do all day long. Mm -hmm. Um, And so because I stay in my lane, my business is more powerful. My business reaches more people. And I get to take a break. I sleep six to seven hours a night, y'all. Unheard of, right? (laughs) Starting out. When you're starting out. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember to shower on a regular basis. (laughs) Those little things. (laughs) They make a difference. (laughs) 
And I know you think that I'm joking and we're laughing about this, but this is real, real deal things that happen. A a real driven and just holding entrepreneur will sit down at their computer and three days will go by and they'd be like, Have I showered this week? That will happen. Yeah, I can attest to that. start out it's rough but you know it goes back to too like just being able to delegate on the things that you don't want to do and being able to stay in the lane and growing the vision for the overall arc like everything because when you do that everybody else moves forward too and that's exactly what I'm hearing from you and all the advice you're giving it's so spot on because in the beginning yes there's a lot of burnout or you can avoid it if you start out small in the sense of delegating, having a virtual assistant, having people helping you that it's not just you, because especially if you look at anybody who's successful, just like Sharia is saying right now that she has so many people there to help her grow the business, but they're growing as well. It's not just a one act. It's everybody, everybody pouring in. So you kind of have more time for your kids, your spouse, everybody in your life too, outside of just the business, because you will run yourself into the ground. If you don't like, you're not going to be able to shower or sleep or forget to eat because you're so focused. And that's great to have the drive and vision, but at the same time, it's being able to use the resources that are available. Absolutely. So I know there's four main personality types. So the way I'm, I'm going to explain it for all of them. So for my analytical, perfect patties, your bottom line will will just exceed expectations over and over again if you will make the conscious um, the conscious investment of finding a skilled and helpful worker that can help you meet those goals that you have set for yourself on a weekly, monthly, and yearly basis. For my people who like people and who are all over the place, you know you can hire somebody to be on track for you and keep you on schedule and do your laundry. And you'll actually have somebody to talk to about all of this stuff. Like you'll actually have somebody else who understands you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Took me a second for that to register. Because your family just think you're crazy, they'll be in there with you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And then competitive people on this line. Do you want to be number one in your company? Are you in the MLM and you see that person on top? Are you an insurance agent and you see that person getting all them big checks and you said you're going to be the next one? Guess what you need to do that? You need somebody else doing some of your work so that you can be everywhere all the time and take that number one spot, okay? As soon as you get an employee that can help you promote yourself and get you to that place that that person is at, you can supersede what they're doing. And for all of my tree huggers and for my save the wellers, there is nothing more fulfilling in my job, and I mean this sincerely, than being able to say that I help someone feed their family. Because it's not just me at this point. It's, I'm not just fulfilling my own personal dreams. I'm helping somebody. I, I, and I have 13 employees. So my 13 employees are able to feed their families. They're able to get clothes. They're able to go on vacation. And although it's not a overwhelming, just big, just life-changing thing as far as global, it's life-changing for that person. So I get to do that for them every day and I give them a place of employment where they actually like to come to work they actually want to be at work I actually have to kick some of my employees off the clock <laughs> I'm like you're off. To you. be off <laughs> it's time be to off. go time to go <laughs> no more <laughs> did awesome. I hit everybody right <laughs> making sure the last one leaves let's go (laughs) I love it I love that you broke down yeah (laughs) I'm a people person I study people and people have different goals so I want to make sure that I tell this to everybody the same way or the way that you understand hiring is in your best interest no matter what the goal is 
Mm-hmm. It just is. And also, there is not one company, not one that has made it to the 10-year mark without hiring employees. Not one. That's the one thing they all have in common. There's a couple of other things, but that is definitely one of them. Yeah, no, that just like puts it in perspective too for everyone who is starting a business or has been running a business by themselves and realizing they're, it's not growing for a reason because they do need those resources to build. You can't build, I mean, you could build a house by yourself, but you know, you need a construction, you need other things. It might take you a lot longer, but if you can surpass a lot of the heartache and the frustration and being able to have people in your corner and you're also in their corner too, you're helping each other all grow. And I think that's the beautiful aspect of it. Like you said, you have 13 people you're helping and they're helping their families. They're paying for their bills and being able to function day to day, but thrive doing it. Yes, because I love, I, I really do take care of my employees. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I went into leadership and business development, because my, my employees were like, you need to teach somebody this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because people don't know. It's not something you learn in school. Even if you got a business degree, I've talked to so many different people, walks of life that have business degrees, but they're like, I didn't learn this in business school. I didn't learn this. And it's the application of actually doing the action in the real world where you learn the most because you're dealing with different people, personalities, and just understand. Absolutely. And for those people who are in it for the money, I hit six figures six months after I hired. Mm, See, simple things. Just hire. (laughs) You've learned anything so far. Just hire. (laughs) Somebody. Get some of that stress off. And as a CEO, because that's what we are. As business owners, we're CEOs, right? Mm -hmm. As a CEO, you have three main jobs. Your first one is the vision of the company. You can't have, you cannot have a clear vision if it's clogged with customer service, if it's clogged with everyday tasks, if it's clogged with what you haven't done. You cannot properly come up with the ideas and the vision to make your company as big and badass as you want it to be. Mm -hmm. that's number one Mm -hmm. number two your job as a ceo is to find the people who can bring your vision to life i mentioned 13 14 positions Mm -hmm. the the cfo the 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 accountant the bookkeeper the customer service tech support you can't be all of them baby Mm -hmm. i don't care how organized you are care how skilled you are I don't care who your mama is and how many businesses is already in your in your family you can't be everybody every day you're going your your business is going to suffer you are going to suffer and your bottom line is going to suffer so you have to find the people who will be able to not only bring that that vision to life for you but add to it my employees add a lot of things I sometimes just be like hey I want this and just say go and do it and see what they come up with because I hired them because I entrusted them to do a job and so as an entrepreneur I have to be the same boss that I want to work for and that's something a lot of people forget to do well said I was going to ask you, so because like with starting your business too, what, how did you fund your business when you're starting? Because a lot of times people are like, I don't have the money. And I know you mentioned that with hiring a VA, but when you are starting your business, how did you fund yours? I delivered groceries with Instacart Mm. until I got funding. A lot of people think that they get into this position and then it's just like, oh, I'm too good for that. You are not. Mm-hmm. If your company matters, you are not too good for anything. I have Ubered to pay payroll. I have asked for extensions on my rent to pay payroll. I have donated plasma to make sure that I made sure a bill was paid in my business. Like if you are really, really trying to make sure that this is a success, you have to humble that ego to to to, to nothing. Because in order for you to be successful, you gonna, it's a whole lot of crow. It's a whole lot of crow. Mm-hmm. You are going to eat crow. I, I'm not going to say daily, 
but you might as well get used to the taste like it is. There, there's no vegan option for entrepreneurship. It's all pro. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Learn the hard way. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I delivered groceries um, until, and I paid some. I paid that off until I was able to get um, a, a nice amount of funding, and then once the house flip went. Uh, was a complete and utter disaster I lost a hundred thousand dollars in that flip and so I had to start over um and that's how I learned about business credit and then that was another so yeah it's you're going to be in the journey three five seven years before you even see a return on it and you have to be okay with that yeah Amazon didn't start yesterday Amazon was around in the 90s okay it takes time. And like, speaking of that too, how did you build and establish your credit for business as well? So that's a whole nother podcast, child. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had to shorten it. <laughs> the Reader's Digest version, make sure that you have your business and your business is, is properly set up. Make sure you have a business bank account. Make sure that you have your LLC or your LLP or you um, get your corporation in check, make sure that your personal credit is in check because there's a lot of personal guarantors, um, banks out here that want you to co-sign on the business loans. Um, I definitely recommend checking out some Facebook groups for business credit um, because there is a wealth of knowledge in those Facebook groups and get you get someone who really knows what they're doing. Hang around people who have done it. Um, the One of the most important things that I have done for my business is I surround myself with people who are on, who are higher in their journey than me. So um, I know I'm going to speak to a couple of people with this one as well. You've outgrown your friend group. Mm-hmm. Yep. You are the most successful the highest earner, <laughs> you are the only one with a business, you are the only one with business ideas, and I'm not telling you to dump your something, not telling you to do that at all, trust me, once people, once you start elevating, people are going to dump themselves, but what I'm saying is, if your goal is to take your circle with you, and to elevate them while you elevate yourself, you have to elevate first. In order to do that, you have to surround yourself with people who are elevated above you. So I hang, I, my company is definitely six figures. Um, we, I, I haven't seen less than a $10,000 a month, probably this, none this year, absolutely not. So 2021 was less, less than $10,000 a month. Mm-hmm. I hang out with people who have $10,000 days. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. a, a $40,000 month is like that's a vacation for them like yeah and it, it, it's not as unrealistic as it sounds they just know where to put their money to where it brings them the most return and a lot of them don't work that much they vacation a lot I had one friend and this is this is why hanging out with people who earn more than you is important This guy is a serial entrepreneur, but he likes to just buy into companies. He's like, I'd rather earn 10% of 5,000 than 100% of 5,000 and have to do all the work. Mm -hmm. So he'll buy into a company, Mm -hmm. get 10% return on doing nothing. And that's what he does. It's being smart choices. (laughs) I think I love you. It's true. It's the actions, right? It's not just putting in all the work ourselves. And it goes back to being able to delegate and being able to make those smart decisions that are going to lead us to the next great decision or the next business or whatever it is. But it is surrounding yourself around the right people that are going to help you grow because I feel like we're always growing and learning. And that's just, I mean, maybe the self-development and things like that. I know I love that in my circle, but you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. If you've heard that saying, Absolutely. it's true. It's true. And to speak to your point as well, I think that's so Yeah, I, 
when I started hanging out with six figure earners, I started making six figures. I'm now hanging out with seven figure earners. I will, I'm about to start making seven figures and trust and believe hedge fund and capitalist is in my vocabulary right now. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. um, I, I just found out that the, the, I'm not a car person. I'm not a car person at all. Okay. (laughs) I think spending a hundred thousand dollars on a car is a waste of money. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. You agree with me? Yes. Okay. Well, somebody just told me that it's not. Depends on the car. (laughs) It's not. So Lamborghini mm -hmm. and Rolls Royce and Ferrari have clubs for Lamborghini, Ferrari, and Rolls Royce owners to where they go on vacations together. Like they will ship their Lamborghinis to a destination and a hundred of them will be riding down South Beach, just riding. And I said, Hmm. so what you're telling me is I need to get a Lamborghini because it's not about the Lamborghini. It's about being around the people who can also afford Lamborghinis. Mm. <laughs> you know, I always learn something new you know, because I've read so many investment books about like putting money in like cars or buying a new car all the time. That's like financially not, I mean, I'm not giving any financial advice, but being able to like save that money and put it somewhere else or invest it somewhere else. But I love the point that you brought up because that just kind of gave me new knowledge, new information and someone else too. But it's who else is around that circle who can afford it, who is going to give you more ideas, more investment tools or capital or being hedge funds or anything else that's out there that might not be in your vocabulary, but will be being around different types of people too. Exactly. So yeah, now I have to buy Lamborghini. Like that's 2023 goals. There you go. Done with the jet. Happening. <laughs> jet is happening too. <laughs> See, everything's just growing. I love it. <laughs> but- well, I found out how to make money off of a jet. So once I know that it's a purpose to it, yeah. Like you can, your company once it gets to that point and you have million dollar tax bills, you can buy a jet and write it off, mm-hmm. and then lease it out, and then you have a network of people who take private jets. It's all about who you know. And guess who I can get to know with a private jet? People who can afford to be in private jets. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> so, and I'm not saying aim big. I'm saying aim bigger than you are now. Yeah. Because if you aim bigger than you are now, that network is going to aim you bigger. So as you grow, you're going to naturally grow into bigger people. Period. Yeah. On period, poop. Done. <laughs> so I want to dial it back for a minute. For people that are start have startups or are about to start their business, how should they build their business from scratch? If you were to just kind of give like a couple tips, like two to three, when they're starting out. Okay. So tip number one, don't quit your day job mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> um, I would definitely say work to have your day job start. M- being more flexible to your business. So that may be mean go into the contracting space that may be um, lower your bills a little bit so that, you know, try to condense billing and um, that way your monthly is lower. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely try to start getting your job to work around you building your business um, for a good five years. Just decide that you're going to grow this company. That's what you need to do. Um, and so every decision you make is about building the business. And I know that sounds very, very hard, but I'm telling you from experience, I have had, uh, let's see. So $100,000 house loss. Um, since I started my company, I've had two relatives pass away. I have had my mom had a heart attack. I have so I've been caregiver. I have had employees who have stolen. I have had employees who have been out on maternity leave for months at a time. 
And so life doesn't stop because you're growing your business. So when you make that decision, please understand you're making that decision even with life happening because it's not going to stop. I went to a business conference last year. Sorry. I went to a business conference last year and I watched one of the speakers on stage make $4 million in my face. And his wife was in active labor standing on stage with him. Life does not stop. I mean, Mm -hmm. end point, if my husband was somewhere making $4 million, I'd be standing there going, (sighs) two. (laughs) One day, one day soon. You're hitting those seven figures, you know? So, you know what I'm saying? So, if my husband was up there, I, I think I could. She she had the baby like 12 hours later, like, no joke. It was very shortly after that appearance. Um, but life doesn't stop because of your business. Life, your business cannot stop because of life. So, just understand that just like you have to be a parent, just like you have to be a daughter, just like you have to be present in anywhere else in your life, you have to be a CEO every day. Yes. No, you're absolutely right. It doesn't stop. It it continues to move forward and there's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be little obstacles you have to get over, but it's not quitting. It's not um, just putting in the towel. Once one thing happens, it's moving forward through that. And that's just what makes us stronger and empowers us, which leads me to my next question. How can women be empowered within their business? That's a loaded question because everybody's empowered differently. Yeah, that's true. So the first thing I would say is find out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Some people affirmations work. Some people goals work. Some people setting a schedule works. Like for me, mm-hmm. um, having a schedule is all I need to motivate me. So if I'm, and that's how I do the gym. So I have workout partners and I have trainers, not because I need help working out. It's because I need somebody to show up so that I have to show up because I'm going to show up for the schedule, not for the gym. Right. Yes. Accountability. Accountability is huge. (laughs) It's not, they don't even have to hold me accountable. I can meet them there and they leave. It's just, I have to have a reason to go. Right, the schedule of accountability. (laughs) I'm telling you, if it doesn't get scheduled, it doesn't happen. It does not happen. So Mm -hmm. um, find out what works for you and then just make sure that you always have it available to you. Mm -hmm. So if it's affirmations, find you a good YouTube channel that has affirmations going eight hours a day and just play it in the background or put your earpiece in and have them playing in your ear. If it's scheduling, then book your schedule out, okay? Make sure that you schedule everything to a T and and then once you have it on your schedule, you're gonna keep it anyway. So if that's your thing, then schedule it all out. If it is other people, then go to some networking parties. Mm-hmm. Go to some networking, find out who's networking in your area and find them. And if it's coaches that work for you, go on YouTube, go to your friends, go on Facebook, find one that speaks to you. Mm-hmm. Find a couple that may speak to you differently and in different areas. I have one person, Eric Thomas, I listen to him all the time. But I'm listening to him for a different reason than I'm listening to Gary V. Right. Yeah. So find the people who inspire what you need inspired that day and go listen mm-hmm. to them. So I'm curious because of just the inspiration and everything, speaking of that and leadership, what is good leadership for you? What does that look like? Um, understanding that I'm working harder for the people that I'm leading than they're working for me. Beautifully put. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been having so much fun with this conversation, but I want to respect your time and we're going to jump into the rapid fire questions if you're ready for them. 
I'm ready. I'm ready. I love it. I love the motivation. I feel like you're ready, fired up. <laughs> so the first question is, who is your hero? Oh my gosh, my mom, definitely. Mm -hmm. Eric Thomas, I love that guy. And Gary V, absolutely hands down. Like Gary V is who taught me to be my authentic self. Like I can show up as me. And I know that's a lot of entrepreneurs have that problem. They think they have to be all stiff. And I'm not stiff. I'm silly as hell. <laughs> I love it. I love your energy. I know everyone else is doing it too. <laughs> it motivates people, you know? I'm just saying. So yeah. those, those are my favorite people right now. They they may change, but right now is definitely. Um, and I watch, I watch different people for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Everybody sparks something different in us too. Absolutely. What motivates you to work smarter? Um, my employees, actually. Mm. When you get an employee, the, the way that you think about business and the way that you maneuver in your business is different. You won't make the same decisions because you can't. It's not just you anymore. Right. So mm -hmm. if you want to, that, that's another motivator. You want to motivate yourself? like crazy hire somebody and be responsible for their well-being be the reason that they eat and it's gonna pull a whole nother other person out of you <laughs> oh yeah the drive gets very very fast <laughs> it's <gets> serious <laughs> yes. it does it does it brings a whole new element to it so if you were a superhero what would be your powers or power mind reading ah <laughs> Why? My reading <laughs> would so be my superpower. And a honorable mention would be being able to show up wherever I wanted to. So if I could disappear <laughs> and reappear wherever I wanted to. So I would like disappear and reappear in Mark Zuckerberg's living room and just read his <laughs> mind. <laughs> Please share with us what you find out. <laughs> Like, I would find out where all the parties was happening and just pop up in there and just read everybody my, ooh, hedge fund, ooh. <laughs> ooh, and and you read the book. <laughs> the next book, best-selling book. Hey, <laughs> right. it was, it was, it was, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I would be, yeah, like, going to a concert would be a whole different experience. Like, I would have to get back to these pages past it at that point. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> if you could share a meal with any four individuals, living or dead, who would they be? Ooh. Okay, any four individuals. Okay, Cleopatra would definitely be one. Mm. Because I really need to understand how she did what she did. Like, she, she was her feminine energy was everything back then. I don't think y'all understood her story. Um, she would definitely be one. Mm -hmm. um, four people. Dead or alive. Whoever made trig, whoever that individual, because I would stab them at the lunch with my fork. Mm. So I would have to have lunch with the tree guy to, yeah, me and him would have to go to blows. Same for Eve. I think the whole women's cycle thing, like me and her would have to fight about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think she would be number three. <laughs> <laughs> so I would choose violence for two, and then I would learn from two other ones. <laughs> you know, it, it's a different mix, but you're going to learn so much and great conversations. <laughs> That's what it's all right. about. And, right. And maybe Eve will clear her name like, that was not me. That was not me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And then if I had to pick a fourth, I don't think I would just want lunch with this individual, but Jay-Z would definitely have to be one. Mm. And the reason I say I don't want to just have lunch with him because Jay-Z is one of those people who embody bringing up your circle like if you notice he became billionaire and then everybody he really mentored became billionaires rihanna kanye kanye's wife like she got just residual billionaire like how do you do that so <laughs> i would want to join so, that one too <laughs> 
So I think that would be it. And not just for myself, but um, because I could sit with like uh, like Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk or something for billionaire status, but I have not seen anybody bring their actual friends with them. Well, Mark Zuckerberg did. But the same way that Jay-Z has, like, you have nothing. Let's go from nothing to a billionaire. Like, right. Yeah, no. Martin Zuckerberg was at Harvard already. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't. (laughs) Right. They were already trust fund, but baby. So it's not the same. No, it's not. No, I think Jay-Z is an incredible human being. Absolutely. Well, they all are incredible human beings, at least from what I know. I don't know them personally, but. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But we will at the lunch. Um, what is the most daring thing you've ever done? Owned a business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the most daring. What <laughs> what is the phone app? <laughs> like I can't even get it out. It's great. it's true. It's the most daring thing that anyone can do. Especially if you've Absolutely. never done it before. <laughs> Absolutely. What is the phone app that you use the most? Google Voice. Google Voice is the phone app I use the most because it gives me the power to block people and they think my number is just disconnected. So they stop calling. (laughs) The little hidden secrets. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I'm learning so much. (laughs) I know that sounds crude and rude, but I'm so serious. I use... Like, I have two phones, right? Mm-hmm. And I have my business phone and I have my family phone. Mm-hmm. So Google Voice allows you to actually program, ha- like, hours. So yeah. after a certain hour, my Google Voice just doesn't ring at all. But also, I can actually separate. So my family and friends who I've known for five-plus years, they have one number. They're the only people, it's probably 10 people in the whole world who have this one number. Mm-hmm. Everybody else needs Google Voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it and makes perfect it's, sense. It's easy to cut people off. Like, it's boundaries. Uh, it's boundaries. boundaries, yeah. <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> Those are very important. That's what I teach my clients. Um, what is the last book that you've read? I am currently reading, and it's around here somewhere, actually, um, Learning Leadership. Mm. Good Learning Leadership is the what I read yesterday, actually. I was in that book yesterday. Um, and it's, it's really all about, you know, just becoming a better leader. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people think leadership is all about being front, but it's more about motivating other people to be the best that they can be in their language yes so important and and when I say their language I mean like how they learn how -hmm. they react how you know their personality type it's about learning how to motivate them in those fashions yes no because like psychologically everybody is made differently you might have similarities but it's how we internalize it how we process it just like all my psych background i'm always like oh what about this what about that um because everyone is different so i'm glad you are reading that and i'm sure it just helps even elevate more than you already know yes and for the people who are mothers or have siblings Mm -hmm. um especially the parents your kids are not the same what you do for your oldest you can't do for your youngest and what your oldest will try your youngest won't even think of or what your youngest will think of your oldest would never dare so <laughs> yep <laughs> one you can give a look to and one you almost have to push them through the wall for them to figure it out so it's the same it's with your employees <laughs> it's true it's so true just even growing up in the same household I know like my sister brother and I are all very different very same values different. but very different very different you cannot do the same thing with each one and that's people that's employees that's kids so if there's anything I can tell a parent out here, stop treating your kids the same. They don't learn the same. They don't act the same. They don't react the same. Stop trying to make them the same and please stop comparing them because they're they're not comparable. Oh, yes. That spoke to me because I think it's so important because everybody is different. It's treating people 
with respect and honoring all of the differences as well, but it's so, so imperative. There's so many books now coming out with parenting about not to compare because that is going to psychologically impact them growing up. Just my little two cents. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, but if you were to have a movie about your life thus far, it would be an amazing movie so far, but who would play you? <laughs> um... Oh my goodness, I have to look her up. But her name is Regina. She was oh, in Regina um, King. No, not Regina oh. King. She was in the scary movie ones. Um oh, what's her name? Hold on. And she was in Think Like a Man. Um Regina, Regina, Regina. It's like escaping me. But, <laughs> hold up. Scary. See, we can look it up. Google is everywhere. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Who is that? Regina Hall. Regina Hall. That's my girl. She is fabulous. I like and to not remember her last name. Quirky. Yeah. We, me and her are the same because we're goofy. But yeah. when it's time to be business, we business. Like mm -hmm. perfect <laughs> role. Perfect role for her. <laughs> I can see so, the movie yes. now. <laughs> Regina. Regina Hall would definitely be Sheree Michelle. Yeah. That, that, that would be my number one draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So if you were to think of a recipe, your favorite family recipe, whether it's traditional or you just like making it together, what would that be? Okay, so my cheesecake is legendary. I'm just going to mm. throw it out. Mm. Done. <laughs> like so much so that anytime I make it, I have to make people their own individual cheesecakes. Otherwise, it's going to be an argument. And what makes it even better is I hate cheesecake. Really? I don't like cheesecake either. <laughs> I can't stand it. But apparently I'm, I I have turned some people who did not like it into believers because uh, apparently I can hook some cheesecake up, but I cannot, I can't do nothing with it. Really? Yeah. No, everyone always questions me why I don't like it. I'm just like, it looks great, but I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to know I'm not the only one that doesn't like it. <laughs> I'm sure yours is amazing. <laughs> it makes yeah, me feel a lot better. <laughs> Bring me a cinnamon roll with some German chocolate cake or something. I, I'm I'm just not the cheesecake fan. I cinnamon and chocolate. Everyone's different. That's the beautiful thing. <laughs> but so, if you have a day off, what is your favorite way to spend your day off? In the bed. <laughs> yes in the bed charge in the bed <laughs> me and my bed have a personal relationship mm -hmm. in fact when I go out of town the first person that I want to see is my bed yeah so like I was gone for six weeks um recently and I literally was like block off my Sunday I get home Sunday it is going to be me and my bed we will be spooning and that's it that's all I'm doing oh, yeah. the best relationship <laughs> <laughs> relationship with ourselves, you know that we <laughs> one more question of the rapid fire what is something an outsider wouldn't know about your industry that it exists yeah a lot of people have no clue that virtual assistants exist yeah it's true and, and that's one that's like and more and more people are, are finding out. And as you, you know, as you evolve in your business journey, you're going to find out new things. But yeah, that didn't exist at all. Yeah. yeah. Point blank. Just find it. Find the services. So that brings <laughs> me to my final, final question is where can people find you, your services? We'll link everything below. But if you could let us know too. Yes. <laughs> so if after hearing this and you have decided that you like sleep, <laughs> and you are tired of your business being the only baby that you have to cater to, um, you can go to www.helpmefindava.com and my team and I will help you find a wonderful helpmate to help you build your business to the six, seven, and eight figure mark. Um, you can also catch me on Instagram at I am Sheree Michelle, Clubhouse, I am Sheree mm -hmm. Michelle, um, Facebook, Sheree Michelle, and TikTok at Sheree Michelle and I'm on LinkedIn too so Sheree Michelle <laughs> <laughs> 
So Sheree, thank you so much. One L. Make sure to have the one L. Oh, it's M-I-C-H-E-L-E. That's important. important. Yes. We will have that linked below. So make sure to just click on it and you're there and then you save it and bookmark it. So you're good to go. (laughs) Thank you so much for all the wisdom you shared today. Just your spirit is undeniable. So amazing. And we're just so grateful to have you on to share your journey, but how many people you're going to help by just sharing today. And we really appreciate it. And guys, don't feel, I am literally available. So if you DM me or if you need some help or anything, please, I I really am a people person, like legit people person. So you can actually hit me up and I'll respond. See? Perfect access. <laughs> well, thank you again. And we're so glad we had you on. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment below. What was the biggest takeaway from Sheree today? I'm sure she would love to see it as well. Uh, but we, we'll see you on the next video. <laughs>